you and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. darkness. This is Always Right Radio on AM 1420. The answer is your host, Bob France. Alrighty then, hour number two is underway on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Thanks for being with us. It is a Wednesday, the sixth morning of the ninth month in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three. And as I said at the top of the show, uh, tyranny has returned. And the question is, is what will we do uh, with respect to um, restoring or avoiding the revocation of our liberty? Uh, and of course, it is. Uh, it is. It is now. Uh, is it going to be an annual? I wonder. Is this just going to be what we do every year during COVID season, the way they've done with flu season? But of course, with flu season, it's just been pushing the shot, which is fine. It's your choice. It's never been mandated. But um, as it pertains to COVID, are is this going to be masking and jabbing season every single year? Is that what their 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 plans are going to be for us? I don't know. All I do know is that I'm done. And I am choosing not to participate. I am choosing to embrace my freedom and my liberty, and I hope you are going to do the same thing. We're going to talk to uh, Bernie Moreno about that momentarily, I hope. Um, It looks like he is ready to go, but I cannot confirm that. Uh, Okay, he's getting on hold right now. Good. Okay, because I want to ask him about this before we talk about the other thing that I was actually bringing Bernie Moreno on to talk about today, which is a viral video that he recorded that has been viewed uh, over a million, 1.8 million times about illegal immigration in New York City. But uh, I want to get his thoughts on on this as well. And I'm told Bernie Moreno is now available. Bernie is uh, a Senate candidate. Obviously, he's uh, battling with Matt Dolan and Frank LaRose for the uh, opportunity to go out and move Sherrod Brown out of Washington, D.C. for the first time in about 20 years, which is exactly what needs to happen. Bernie, thanks for the time this morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. So we had a nice conversation about a lot of this stuff last night on our podcast, Talking Smack with, uh, with I'm sorry, we used to call it Talking Smack. Now it's Run It Back with Bob and Jack. But um, I, I want to pivot a little, Bernie, away from the immigration at the start of our conversation. We'll come back to that. Just to get your thoughts on what we heard from uh, uh, Dr. Vin Gupta on MSNBC yesterday, uh, uh, in which he declared that everybody in America six months of age and up needs to get this new booster. Listen, Real quick, if you will, who needs to get a booster and when? So all of us need boosters. Um, so at six months of age and up, uh, we're going to have boosters by the end of this month, hopefully. And those will protect, we believe, very strongly against these new versions of the virus. Now, that's a TV doctor, but he is echoing the same thing we're getting from the White House. The press secretary has said repeatedly that uh, uh, President Biden is going to strongly push boosters on everybody. Uh, and then we add that to the number of individual uh, organizations and institutions uh, and networks, and I'm talking about medical networks, I'm talking about school districts, I'm talking about places of employment, that have all returned to mask mandates. Bernie Marino, uh, as a Senate candidate, how will you approach this attempted theft of our liberty for the second time? Well, Bob, we can absolutely not comply. Uh, we cannot comply with these rules. This, this is a total affront. Uh, you know, it's election season. That's how you know there's a big election coming next year. Uh, there, you know, as they say, uh, we've seen this movie. Uh, this time around, though, we have to be. We have to stay strong. 
understand that uh, government works for us, not the other way around. J.D. Vance has shown the way. Uh, the Republicans in the Congress need to be on the offense. They need to write legislation now, which J.D. has done, to make, make it clear that no government institution, no private company, no school can force mask mandates or vaccine mandates on any American, period, hard stop. As you know, Bob, this is what triggered me to run for office in the first place, is, uh, is this uh, ridiculousness that we saw during COVID. We can never, ever go back to, to anything like this. Uh, it is a power grab. It's about control. We just can't let them do it. Bernie, what, what are you willing to do about it? Um, and what I mean by that is, on a personal level, in addition to perhaps a legislative level, I mean, you mentioned J.D. Vance. I brought him up earlier as well, and I love what he is doing. Sadly, however, even if it were successful, you know, his proposed legislation coming from the Senate to uh, stop any federal mask mandates, that would only stop the federal government from mandating masks. It won't stop schools. It won't stop, you know, local uh, jurisdictions and so forth, uh, medical networks and so forth from doing this. So aside from the legislative part of this, Bernie, what will you do personally if you are required to put on a mask to go and do anything as you campaign around the state of Ohio, uh, you know, in this season uh, and, and, and perhaps next year against Sherrod Brown? Uh, what will you do? Will you comply and put it on so you can have access to the voters or will you stand on principle and keep it off? I will absolutely not comply. And I'm urging all your listeners, Bob, to not comply. Uh, this is this requires all of us together to stay strong. We cannot uh, do this. Uh, you know, if it means that we uh, we have to suffer the consequences, then we need to take this to the uh, to the mat. This is a fundamental point of what ultimately this election is about. As the Declaration of Independence clearly states, the the governments are constituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, not the other way around. And our leaders in D.C. have gotten it wrong for a long time. And it's, this is what this next wave of elections got to be about, is to fix that and correct that point of view. If it means that uh, uh, that a government is going to try to punish me for not wearing a mask or not getting a vaccine or not getting boosted, then so be it. I will absolutely not comply, and I urge that your listeners do not comply either. I'm glad to hear you say that. I've been saying the exact same thing all morning. I mean, uh, I'm not doing it again, and uh, for, not the shot thing. I never did the shot, but I'm not doing the mask thing anywhere for any reason. And if they choose to tell me I can't come in, I'm going to tell them to arrest me. If that, if you feel strongly enough about it, uh, I'm perfectly healthy. And, and if you don't want me here, uh, I'm not putting that on. You can have me arrested if you want. And I hope more and more people will be willing to do that to to make this point. Because Bernie, what we're talking about now, well. Let me ask you rather than tell you. It's 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 one of three things profit, power, or a combination of, of one and two. What is driving this return to mask mandates? This this new new variant, which by the way, the new subvariant, which is why they said we need the quote unquote new booster, which means it's different than the other shots they've given already, which means they are also untested because they're brand new. They said they'll be ready by the end of September, which means they're literally not tested on humans yet, but they want everybody age six month six months and up to get them. Uh, Bernie, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about something that's exceedingly dangerous here. And, and I feel like, um, it, it's, it's time for all of us to have a national movement that says, uh, we will not comply with people interested in power or profit or some combination thereof. Which is it? Well, it's obviously just about control. This is the instinct of a government 
This is what they do. This is what governments do. This is why we have a constitution is in written the way it was, is to protect us from the tyranny of government. But all government officials ultimately have an instinct in which they feel they want to control others. Unfortunately, that's just a basic human instinct. It's why we can't send people to Washington, D.C. for an extended period of time, because you get corrupted by that much power. And the reality is this. If we all together stay strong and don't comply, they can't arrest us all, Bob. And you remember the video, it still sticks in my mind, of that mom watching a football game by herself with her, with her immediate family outside and I got remember. dragged out. Remember that? She got yep. dragged out of the stadium. We let that happen. We let that happen. We cannot ever allow something like that to happen again. If we do, then we should just rip up the Constitution and, 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 and just say goodbye to the America as we know it. I'm not prepared to do that. I know you're not. I urge your listeners, we cannot allow a sequel to this horrific thing that happened to us three years ago. Yeah, completely agree. We're talking to Bernie Moreno. If you just turned us on, Bernie Moreno, of course, is a Senate candidate. He is, uh, uh, he was a Senate, Senate candidate the first time around, uh, to, uh, replace Rob Portman, but now he is trying to oust Sherrod Brown. He's got to get through Frank LaRose and, uh, uh, Matt Dolan in order to do that. Bernie, you, you went viral. Uh, with this, I'm going to play this 45 second video that you shot in New York City that has received now over 1.8 million views and has been shared some 20, or I'm sorry, like 23, 24,000 times, reposted over 10,000 times. Uh, let's listen. Years ago, shining example of American ingenuity, American greatness. Today, this hotel is fully occupied, all 1,025 rooms completely booked, full of illegal migrant families being housed here at a cost of $6,000 per month per family. That's $75 million in taxpayer money used here at this one hotel in Midtown Manhattan. The worst part of the story, this hotel is owned by the Pakistani government. That's right, the same government that housed Osama bin Laden is now getting $75 million a year from American taxpayers to house families that are here illegally in America. You can see why this uh, drew so much attention, and you probably can see why um, some of the left-wing social media platforms did not want this to get all of the attention it is, and uh, they did something to stop you from doing that, didn't they, Bernie? Yeah, Facebook, of course, which also owns Instagram, uh, said that uh, this was disinformation. Uh, Not one word of what I said in that video is inaccurate. Every single word is accurate. But the reality is they don't want Americans to know the truth because if Americans knew the truth, think about that, about $6,000 a month. The reality is most Americans don't even make that as an income, gross income, and yet we're paying that to house illegal migrant families in a hotel owned by a, a, a foreign government that hates America. That's on top of providing maid service, providing security, providing meals. That's over and above the $6,000. That's not including, including that number. At the end of the day, it's what we—it's the same thing that we just talked about with mask and vaccine mandates. We got to get our government back, Bob. Our government is so far away from us at this point. We have to reclaim our government, and it's gotten there because we've sent career politicians to Washington D.C. that, quite frankly, just have not looked out for the best interests of this country. They hollowed out our, hollowed out our middle class. They shipped our, our jobs overseas. They've run up insane amounts of debt. They're crushing 
working class Americans. Joe Biden won't even visit East Palestine because, quite frankly, I think he hates working class, white working class Americans. And this is ultimately what this next election is going to be about. Do we want our government back or do we want just more of the same old, same old? You know, Bernie, um, the numbers came in a few days ago from July, over 177,000 crossings in the month of July alone. We don't have August yet, uh, but it's starting to spike again. I have to believe that this 1,025-room historic Roosevelt Hotel is not the only hotel that's being used at taxpayer expense to house these people in New York, in Chicago, in Philadelphia, in Los Angeles, and other blue cities that Governor Greg Abbott and others have uh, bust migrants to. You know, they're screaming, oh, we're bursting at the seams. We can't take any more. We reach full capacity. Um I, I I just wonder, that's $75 million a year for one hotel. I wonder how many more there are just like that and how bad the problem really is for the American taxpayer. Well, New York uh, publicly has said that they spent over $5 billion, with a B, already housing illegal migrants just in New York City, $5 billion. Now, you know, just as well as I do, that Eric Adams is on the phone with the Biden administration. And you know that they've told him, of course, that they have his back, that they'll reimburse him. That's our money, Bob. That's our money. That's the money that we use to fund our government with our hard-earned taxpayer dollars are going to fund a government that's using it for those types of things. It's totally ridiculous. We have 35,000 homeless vets. We have about 25% of American children that go hungry every single night to bed. We have homelessness and a mental health crisis all over America. We have seniors that are struggling to pay bills. And this is the way our government is choosing to spend our taxpayer dollars. It's grotesque. And quite frankly, if we don't change, again, who we send there to say no more, like this is it, we're done with this way of running our country, we're never going to get this country back on track. It's going to be, we're going to hit a point of no return pretty soon. Um, Bernie, I asked you this last night on the podcast, too. Um, I, I didn't know um, that foreign governments owned hotels like this. I mean, I certainly know that foreign nationals can, can come in and, and, and buy properties, and that's fine. I mean, if the Roosevelt is Pakistani-owned, that's fine, I guess. But I didn't know it was owned by the Pakistani government, specifically, as you point out in your video, the government uh, that allowed Osama bin Laden to hide for 10 years uh, you know, within their borders. Um, is that a commonality that, that foreign governments, particularly those that are not necessarily allies with the United States and, in fact, might be hostile to the United States, own such massive uh, buildings and, and properties in the United States? Oh, absolutely. And that's another area that we have to, put a, uh, we have to crack down on. Uh, you know, the Chinese are buying farmland, which uh, is a huge problem for food security all over America. They own our meat processing facilities. Uh, which is a huge national security threat. They own land right next to our military bases. The fact that any of that is allowed is totally and completely insane. Like you said, there's a difference between a citizen of a country owning it, but when a government of a hostile, a hostile government owns building or properties in America, how do we even have government officials that allow that? that That's what I'm wondering. Sense. That's what I mean. And as far as the Chinese, I know the Chinese are buying up land like crazy. I thought it might have been corporations. I thought it might be individuals. I mean, is it literally... You know, the, the CCP that, that's buying up our farmland and buying uh, land near our military installations and other things? Oh, absolutely. I mean, as you know, the, the, the Chinese government basically controls everything in China. There is no real private business in China. It's all owned by the CCP. 
In the case of the Roosevelt Hotel, it's owned by Pakistani Airlines, which is a full-owned subsidiary of the government of Pakistan. And again, this is a hostile nation. This isn't a nation that is an American ally. This isn't England, right? This is a hostile country that provides provided shelter to our number one enemy, the person who took down our World Trade Center. The fact that we even allowed them to buy a massive piece of property in the center of New York City is the ultimate irony of how broken our system really is. We don't have people, Bob, in D.C. that are looking out for America. They're looking out for themselves. They're thinking about their next election, and they're not thinking about, hey, what are the things that we have to do to protect America, protect Americans, and help Americans? You know, when President Trump said, we have to put America first, this is what this means. This is what's lost on our elected officials today. I completely agree. And it is uh, it is incredible to me that no one is doing anything about it that is currently in Congress. I mean, and I don't know what they can do. Maybe that's the answer to the question here. But you hear Eric Adams screaming, we don't have the funds for this. And I think you're right. Certainly he's going to get... Uh, the city of New York is going to get reimbursed for, for all of this. But you hear, you know, Karen Bass out in L.A. screaming that she's going to sue the state of Texas and sue Greg Abbott for sending all of these people there. And, you know, they're all pointing their fingers at the individuals who are specifically directing these thousands and thousands and thousands and, quite frankly, over five million since Biden took office of illegal aliens. They're pointing fingers at, peop- uh, fingers at people like Abbott and DeSantis who are sending busloads of people. But But why aren't they pointing their fingers at the White House? Why aren't they going in and saying, hey, Madam Vice President, who's supposed to be in charge of the border policy, hey, President Biden, you're killing us in these cities. You are specifically uh, responsible for all of this. Why aren't they going where the, where, you know, to the source of the problem, Bernie? Well, they're all in on it. I'll give you another one that's the ultimate irony. So in Massachusetts, as you may remember, they shipped uh, some, I think, 70 or 80 migrants, a very small number, to Martha's Vineyard. Now, Martha's Vineyard, by the way, I'd say... 80 to 90 percent of the homes are very rarely occupied year-round. So most of these giant homes, like Obama's, sits empty most of the year. They immediately remove those people from Martha's Vineyard. I mean, within 24 to 48 hours. And now the governor of Massachusetts is asking Massachusetts citizens, of course, not the wealthy, not the well-connected from Martha's Vineyard, but ordinary American citizens, that they should open up their homes to house these illegal migrants because the state can't handle it anymore. So, Bob, you say you won't comply with mask mandates and vaccine mandates, and I'm right there with you. Are you willing to house a family from some foreign country that broke into our country illegally at your home? Well, you know who should be willing to do that, Bernie? Anybody who believes that the border should remain open. Because, in other words, they don't recognize the barriers to their own private property. We are a sovereign nation. That means we're a private nation, and you have to ask permission to come into this private nation. And if they don't believe that that should be enforced, then they ought to have the same open-door policy at their homes. In other words, every leftist that doesn't call on Joe Biden to secure the border should be the ones that say, well, we don't recognize borders, of course. We don't even lock our door at night. If migrants want to come and move in there, they ought to be free to do so. That's the only people who actually actually should be housing uh, illegal aliens. They're those who allowed them to be here in the first place. And those are the people in Martha's Vineyard, and you got the answer. Exactly right. They were gone within 24 hours. Uh, Bernie Moreno, great job of shining a light on this, Bernie. Nobody knew about this, or I, I, I didn't know about it, and I'm sure a lot of other people didn't, which is why it's been viewed over 1.8 million times. But thank you for sharing that. Thank you for your commitment to liberty and uh, the face of the new COVID tyranny as well, Bernie Moreno, uh, candidate for Senate. Hey, Bernie, how does anybody support you for Senate? 
Uh, they can go on my website, Bernie Marino, M-O-R-E-N-O.com. You know, I've not been on a uh, ballot before, not a career politician, so need all the help I can get. You know, $5, $10, whatever it means, uh, is very meaningful uh, to my campaign. So thank you, Bob. You got it. Thank you, Bernie Marino. It's uh, 1027. We'll be back.